Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Megan exposed her bare nipple to the guests. But I'm still trying to give her positive feedback. <laughs> I can listen to Aisha talk. Me too. All day. <laughs> Magda has exposed her bare nipple to the guests. Cool. <laughs> can you believe doing what the guests want? I can't imagine. It's, it's just kind of, it's like right here. It's right in the, th- Magda has exposed her bare nipple to the guests. It's like. Just a I little, it's just a little high, and it's kind of, it's a little bit back there in the throat. <laughs> it's a little bit kind of, not, it's different, but we're it's a little hooty. somewhat like Mohammed from 90 Day, where if she said anything, she wouldn't, it doesn't sound like she's upset. No, it's true. I Now, don't get me wrong, I'm making fun of the way she talks. I adore her. Oh, I, I adore, adore her, her on her season. I love her. Um, I shouldn't. I shouldn't compare her to Mohammed. No, you should not. Shitty. Baghdad exposed her nipple to the guests. It still sounds like a good time. <laughs> but I just y'all. Love this it. is Badoo. It's Badoo. I just like. But I'm still trying to give her lots of positive feedback. <laughs> Season one, episode six. I don't remember what this is called. It is called Tipping Point. Tipping point. We love just the tip. Not tipping point. Nipping point. And that's what it should be called. <laughs> nipping point. Thank you. Bravo. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Miss. Bravo. You can hire me. They Actually, won't. TLC. You talk too much shit about Andy Cohen. That's true. I'll I'll never. I could maybe get in, but well, you you have ruined that for me I too, I will probably. never be on Watch What Happens Live. <sighs> never. Because I'll have to do it alone. Um. Good luck with that. <laughs> Um, we're at your house because I don't have power. Poodle's uncomfortable. <laughs> he has not had power uh, all day. It's all—it's not a heat wave per se in Los Angeles anymore, but it is hot. It's too hot to be inside without power, without some type of air conditioning or a fan. But or because fan, the fans don't you, work, yeah, you don't have anything. You y'all, I put all the pillows on his side of the couch. I sat him in front of the AC. I put my. My fucking fan in front of him. I got an ice. I have everything but a suction dildo on the couch up his ass to try to make this bitch comfortable. I'm fine. I'm just not not really there. Uh, my arm isn't comfortable. You should make a a chair called the Poodle Lounger, the most comfortable <laughs> chair in the world, and people would buy it. I'd have notes. I'm sure. No, you should make oh. it. Yeah. I I just want to say I think you would only be comfortable. 
in outer space, like floating <laughs> like the space. You know how they say that's the most comfortable position for people that kind of not fetal, but with your legs kind of up yeah. and your arm kind of. I think even in outer space, we hear and you, you go. This void of air hurts my back. <laughs> Is it cold in here? Weightlessness sucks. <laughs> I can't put my arm on anything out here. I do need to have me in the perfect place. It's a uh, thing. Anyway. Uh, Badoo, y'all, episode six. We continue in a very good season. A very I good think. season, yes. Uh, God. Well, and this episode had everything. A, a a Marilyn Monroe impression that even drag queens would say no, no to <laughs> no. It was pretty bad. I I did. I don't know if you knew this. I did not know Meredith Monroe was a dancer <laughs> in this in this style, Apparently, or she was a burlesque dancer. Uh, yeah, or she just was. Y'all, this is the, I felt like this is real life Gypsy, and this is what actually happened to baby June <laughs> when she grew up. Just dancing I, on a yacht on a table for money. I think it was weird that she thought that Marilyn Monroe needed an extra eyebrow. Well, she was trying to block out her own eyebrows, oh. and she did a bad job of it. <laughs> she wanted to make Marilyn Monroe eyebrows. Wow. You know, as it, where and I just love it that the it was and I I maybe maybe Magda's game all along was just to create some levity which I appreciated. No, I think what she did was very smart. But she committed to it. But I just love how they decided that, that Marilyn Monroe was who she would be instead of a random ghost. She she always wanted to but be Marilyn Monroe. When she when Magda said I'll be Marilyn Monroe. And Aisha kind of went, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because we all have that, like, who was the person you danced as as an inner kid? And you would say, I have an idea. I need to be blah, blah, blah. Isadora Duncan. <laughs> That's who yours would be? No. I don't know who that is. Uh, the Dancing Seven Bales. Where? Dance of the Seven Bales. Oh, Isadora. Oh, I thought she died on... I like you again, saying, died. Isadora Duncan. Oh, yes. Is yeah. That, that Don't one. know her. No, I, 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 never, I never had a dance that I felt like my body inhabited a dancer. What about oh. you? Oh, Reba from Why Haven't I Heard From You. Oh, for of course. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would just do the whole little... In the thing, that's where I would go to. You know, I don't know if that's true. I love... I... Um, when... When I saw Flashdance, I kind of thought I was oh, uh, okay. I was Jennifer Beals. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I think actually probably mine probably would actually, if I go back, probably would have been, you know what? If, if I go back to like that inner little gay kid of who I wanted to like bet, dance around and be, it would have been Martika from Kids Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Fall down <laughs> what like happened? Toy soldier. She's not doing shit now. She's collecting social security. <laughs> we don't have timey, so be sure to watch my clock. Okay. No, That's I'm a, just staring at the huge stain on your on your or the the no, the, the, no it's the heater. The, the heater. heater. <laughs> like it. I was gonna paint this it. This place is a dump. I was gonna <laughs> paint it. It's just a hundred years old. Build it. I'm gonna. But she's replacing it. So okay. Good. What a dump. What a dump. All right. Well, let's just get it. Do we need to, any announcements? 
Uh, I don't think so yet. Our live show's coming. Uh, tour dates will be announced. Uh, you can go to our Linktree link uh, on, on our Instagram. And also, I that's also where you can get links to go. You can see me at the Hollywood Improv on August 18th doing social media meltdowns. That's our friend Sean Pulaski, her show. There's a lot of... Really funny and very gay comics on that yeah, show. Yeah, that's usually a Sean Pulaski Yeah, bill. I think you're definitely, you're de- there's going to be lots of gay men in the audience. Yeah. Lots of them. She'll just say, hello, boys, and they'll go, hi, Sean. Yeah, literally in chorus, in unison. Like, that's the kind of show. So it's going to be, it's going to be her, y'all, it's going to be a sissy, uh, sissy vibe type yeah. of show. Anyway. And then, um... Yeah, we just did a collab with uh, Blighty Day Fiance. Blighty Day Fiance. That episode's going to go up. The this first one? the first podcast to officially cover. I think it already went out because Badoo already yes. dropped this week. So it, it was out last week, last Friday. So be sure to listen to that. and With um, Robin and Michelle from Blighty Day Fiance. And if this is Badoo, that means Badoo's dropped on either Wednesday or Thursday. So it'll be this night that I'm going to be performing at the Improv. Where are we? We're in a different time zone. I'm I confused. stopped listening. I anyway. still, I still have Aisha's voice. Make the exposed up and nipple to the guests. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's been praying on, playing on a loop for me. Up and nipple to the guests. They enjoy oh, it. I think that's Jesus. all we have. Um, Anything on your end? No, no. Except for I'm, I'm still residually hot. Actually, nothing on your end because we're still waiting for that monkeypox to. Yeah, kick it's in. gonna kick in soon. Uh, so, do you have any more, anything more to say about the Marilyn Monroe's interpretive dance? Well, slash I will say it was very, like I said, I it shows it was smart to do because it was smart to do in that you they want those fucking tips. Yeah. And the guests seemed bored at dinner. What they don't realize that these people are the uh, just kind of, to me, Bottom bottom crawlers of society. That yeah, th- this is some Euro trash garbage. They're, they're never, they're never going to be entertained. Never. They're always going to be bored. These are these are this is the emperor from fucking Gladiator. Yes. Who's just? I have nothing to do. Entertain me. Um, they're going to sit all there and look on their phones because the only time these people really feel entertained is when they're a trolling someone or seeing or someone suffer. Yeah. Or when someone is telling them how wonderful or how cute or how pretty yep. they are. They're they're empty inside and they serve no purpose in the world. <laughs> there you go. Um I I just need to say though, I think Magda may make it through this season. I think so too. Well, I because didn't think so. I she and I think she has endeared herself the rest of the crew. Yeah. Uh, even Toomey likes her, and Toomey's always having to pick up her slack. And Toomey even, but Toomey, this chart's like, thank God she's with those people because I don't want to wait on those people at all. Because I hate them. <laughs> yes. And she was right. She was right. This is, these people are pretty abominable. Yes. Besides Kareem or Karim, they were calling him because or whatever. Because Toomey is very big on manners. We saw yep. how she was reading Ryan for Filth at dinner. He needs to go to finishing school. Yeah. Um, he, Ryan continues to be one of the worst chefs we've had who hasn't really proved his talent. I still say, what I said a couple of, I think his food is basic. 
I wonder what he would do if he could really, if he actually put a lot of effort into it. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think he really, yeah, I just, you know. He's a chopped reject. That's what he feels this like. This is one of my tea bags, but it's when Toomey says, you know. Not chopped. I'm sorry. Top, top chef. He's upset about his father. Di- Y'all, my father died this year. That doesn't give me the right to treat everyone like an asshole. That's true. I'm sorry, but I feel like people say, well, they're in pain right now. No, I was in pain a lot this year. I didn't, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, why does that give me just carte blanche to just fucking treat people like Shit. I think you can have empathy for it, for it, but not accept excuses. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's that's the key there. Um I also realize this is one of my tea bags is that I don't know if they meant to do this, but at least 3 of the the crew has dead parents. <laughs> This is like a boat for orphans. It kind of is a boat. Toomey's father is dead. Ryan's father is dead. And Biddy lost both of his both parents. Both his parents. <laughs> it, is a, it is an orphan boat. Wow. <laughs> kind of is. I just thought that was interesting. And it felt like they all just go and talk about their dead parents. They could support, start a support group just on the boat. <laughs> That's saying something. Well, Ryan's not going to do anything. What's your next tea bag? Um Okay. Uh yeah, I don't eat fish. I'm like This guy who said he doesn't eat fish. I like steak. You've been said. on the boat for like two days now, and y'all have served nothing but fish, and this is the first time we're hearing that. That is true. That said, I don't care because Ryan Ryan is getting the trolling that we all have wanted to see. It No, it's true. It made me question myself if I was a good person, how happy it made me when fucking Eunice again, never met a Eunice who looks this beautiful in this true. Young, but whatever. But she asked for scrambled eggs. Scrambled, and I, no, and then and avocado. <laughs> it wasn't just scrambled, it was like and avocado. It it does make me a little happy oh, that these me. are the people who broke Ryan. Yes. Yes. It's like, I guess I'll just cook what they fucking want. And yeah, because he said, I'm going to go against my own rule. And I went, oh, you're such a, oh, you're How such brave. a big man. Or you just fucking did what they want because at the end of the day, y'all, you know who Ryan is? I just figured it out. I'm going to turn Tell it me. to you. Ryan, honestly, sometimes I was this way. I bet you were too. In, in like elementary and middle school, like you were that kid saying, "I." it was like, I refuse to make food for other people. No, either, you know, or a kid would be like, well, why do I need to learn math? I don't want to do that. I'm never going to use this in my life. Or there's something that you felt was useless that you were having to do in school. I never felt that way. And then, oh, that's true. Because you wanted- I learned, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to learn everything in school. So was there ever any time though? But I guess for me, it's like, I would say, oh, I know algebra. When am I going to use it? Well, I fucking would have to take the test and learn it and do it anyway because the teacher was in charge and I just had to right. fucking do it. Right. So, you know, I feel like as kid, as again, children, we all have those things. And we're kids saying, I don't want to do this. I'm not. You're going to fucking he's, do it because someone child. said yeah. so and they're above you. I, These people are above him. I think it's a combination of that and a chip on your shoulder arrogance. Oh, yeah. Because all of that overly confident 
kind of kind of fake badassery you guys is exactly that. It's fake. It's fake. He is a terrified little boy inside. Yeah. It is all fake. Everything he is- everything he says to everyone else is the exact opposite about how he's feeling inside. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But again, yes, yes. I can have empathy for that. That it, but that is he will not make excuses about it. He's a piece of shit. I I still think he might get kicked out by the end of the season. Really? Mm-hmm. Captain Jason is starting to see. Yeah. I mean, as Captain said, like, you know, just got to do what the guests want. We're here for the guests. I think Jason is also, I think he has no patience for that kind of outlook on life. Of I, I only have to do. Yeah. I, I only do a little bit. I agree. And he, yeah. I agree. What's your next tea bag, Pooh? Um... Uh, it, that when Aisha said, "Where is the amazing? You gave the guests what they wanted. They're happy." Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did enjoy that. Uh, my next one is Kareem. Or they kept calling Kar- Karim or something like that. Maybe. I just kept calling. I just wrote down asshole queen. Yeah, <laughs> queen. That's all I wrote. Queen. Queen. <laughs> yeah, queen. Um, besides him saying you burned my milk. I like it that he's all, he's not just an asshole to the staff. He's also an asshole to the other people who he's on a charter with. Yes. And he's like, when the, when the woman came late, he's like, you're two minutes late or ten minutes late. You're, she's like, I would say it was two minutes. He's like, your two minutes was ten minutes. The audacity of this queen. And then to throw in, you almost made me forget how terrible my garden salad was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It wow. is it is a new level of pettiness. Oh. This yeah. bitch. You're right. And I will say the only thing that makes me feel good is just like Ryan, it was nice to see him get his ass handed to him. Know that when these people go to bed at night, they are miserable. Remember that someone who is so awful to people, they're miserable. Are they or do they even have the awareness to know they're miserable. Oh, that's even worse. Like, I kind of think, and I'll talk about that later. Y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? 
Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right, and you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long, but yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get, and they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky plain. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Poodle. Okay, I want you to think about our fathers, how my dad, our dads, we both grew, well, our mothers too, yeah. but we worked some with our fathers when we were yes, younger. Yes, I had to work for my father. Very same, very hardworking people. Friend, you're going to go spread that hay over there. Yeah, friend. exactly. Do all that kind of labor I'll stuff. give you some allowance. What would your father have said if you were working on a boat and in the middle of your shift... You just went fishing off of the back of the boat. <laughs> that was some shit. My father would have been like, what the fuck are you doing? He would have come, like, if he would have yelled at me. He I would think have been my so father angry. would say, friend, we need to talk about value of hard work. <laughs> oh, no, that's worse. That's worse. That's a lecture. I'd rather take yelling. No, my father is the king of lectures. <laughs> friend, because here's the thing. There are two types of fathers. The key is, the key is, I brought you boys up to oh, work God. hard. <laughs> I had, I had a, my, um, my, my brother, you know, he was given everything. Oh, and no. I swear, I swear, friend, that my boys weren't going to be like that. And my brother did that with his kids, too. And they're spoiled brats. <laughs> and I knew I wasn't going to do that. Okay? So I do this because I love you. Oh, I, and there's no way to respond to this. I would rather you just my have to sit there and take it. And it's not you shorten it. I'm sure it's a ten. Oh, minute lecture. it's a fifteen minute or twenty minute. Oh my god! And there are, and there are different levels <laughs> of what of how people should be brought up and side stories and rhetorical questions that never end. You know what? Now I can understand. You think I should you think I should let would you think that's okay if I would do that? Would you be okay <laughs> with doing that? It's like the it's like it's like he'd been taught by Cicero or something. But but that's kind of my thing with Benny. It's that and this is a teabag later but Benny that and Benny almost crashing the boat. Like as my dad said Benny's got his head up his ass. That's what my dad... Like, this is a... I think there's... Benny has no business being on this boat. He is unmoored. He is not grounded. That's a very nautical... That's exactly nautical, a nautical term. A nautical term. He's at the nautical party. Yes. <laughs> the fact that 
it was called a nautical party. Like it wasn't even a specific theme. It was just <laughs> nautical. It was very Nozama costumes too. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, a lot yes. of those. Uh, and I think Eunice had a slutty boat girl she outfit did. that she got from Nozama. You've had the same one. I think you almost <laughs> wore that to San Diego. I bought three different slutty Navy girl costumes. You did. And I, I chose the officer because I felt more drawn to it. You know, we're still going to be traveling to other cities that potentially are military towns. Maybe. One was called Sassy Sailor Girl. There was, And I'm yeah. still holding on to that one. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I don't know why... There is a part of me that just finds it is so satisfying to me to wear a disgusting costume. I know. It's never a pretty costume or never a pretty dress. It's like the opposite of a drag queen. Yeah, I know. It's like I need to wear something gross. Yeah, it's not good for the rest of us. <laughs> it's unsettling. I don't know why. That you know, says keeps, something about me. Keeps Pepto and business and uh, Pepto Bismol in business for me. True. It's true. Um uh, that's what you're, you were talking about that. I was just basically, okay. that was it. I mean, really between that and the boat again, this is not, I, he, he honestly, he needs, I think he needs to be off the boat because he's unsafe. He's unsafe. Like, I would not take a boat, go joy around, around the ocean. It's not, that's things you do when you're like young in your twenties and you're like, now that I'm adult, adult, I know it's not the time for that. He, all of this is a reflection of the grief he hasn't done. Is the the and, and it's and it's been he's unhinged because he doesn't know where he fits in the world. He doesn't. And this is all kind of like dangerous self-destructive behavior. Like the next step for him would probably be like if he if he wasn't on this boat, it'd probably be like Drinking himself to death or something yeah, like that. And, and I can understand Jason's frustration. I'm, I mean, Captain talks to him, or Jamie's frustration, rather. Captain Jason talks to Jamie and says, you know, you've got part of leadership is how to handle people differently. And he's right. He I is think right. Jamie comes at him sometimes too hard. But at the same time, I don't think Jamie is dealing with the constant childlike behavior that that or Jason, Captain Jason isn't dealing with that constant childlike behavior that Betty's exhibit like he's not he's not having to deal with cleaning after Benny feels like a wild monkey on the boat just he going does. around throwing and, and throwing his shit at people. Yes, exactly. Um my next one is this kind of Asia Ryan fight. Ugh. And I just, just what's interesting is and it's been it happened through the whole episode, but uh, Aisha's even talking to Jamie, and she's like, I'm frustrated with Ryan that I don't know how to manage him properly. Because as a chief stew, I should almost be able to charm him like a snake charmer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he seems to fight her at every even, – even when she is trying to be so nice to him. A snake charmer can't charm a wild boar. <laughs> that is a mixed metaphor, but it's true. But it's true. That's – yeah, it's, he's not – yeah, I and but what and then it finally worked when she says, you know, how many a, after he's been giving her, she's been giving giving him saying, maybe you should just listen to the guest. And then finally, she says, and the most cutting thing she's ever said to him, how many yachts have you worked on? And, and that's a very good question. And she actually didn't even say it. She didn't even say no. it in a bitchy tone. She said and to her, how many yachts have you worked on? Yes, in and her voice. And he has the nerve to say, 
That's like me asking you how many toilets have you cleaned. What a piece of shit. So, y'all. That's what he thinks about There's people. no way to come back from that relationship. No. How and many vacuums have you pushed? So that's, that's all your. Th- th- that's some classist shit. That is. Th- th- I'm sorry. This is not. I'm a sad boy because my dad died. This is. I think I'm a piece of shit. I feel like I'm trash. So I'm going to treat people like trash because yeah, that's how I feel. It's awful. And anyway, so I think, by the way, he was, he was, uh, he, and shockingly, Gabriella from Sailing Yacht were on the same, uh, sailing, uh, on the same social media account for some reason. They were like taking pictures together. And oh, I'm thinking, you need to stay away from him, honey. You're that I could see you going for a guy like that. I don't think she and Wes are together anymore. Oh, they're not. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, though. Think about it. He's a little too pure for her. She's a little bit she needs wild. A, she needs a choking. Yeah. She's a little bit more poodle and less But manny. he's awful. And I could yeah. see her going for someone like that, unfortunately. Ugh. Um. Anyway, what's your next one? You don't have a frother <laughs> in all my years. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, wow. Like, it's like someone just said, please pass the jelly yeah. during the Great Poupon. <laughs> he literally said, in all my years. He did say, in all my years. All, I, wow. It's like the old woman from the Marx Brothers. Well, I never. <laughs> now, I do agree with him. It's a pretty cheap thing to buy. Yeah. It's not a big – I was a little surprised that they don't have it. I will also say that microwaving milk, you can definitely tell a difference. And I'm going to sound really snobby, wow. but it is – you can – a steamed milk tastes very different than microwave milk. Wow. <laughs> it's true. Wow. Because it tastes scalded. Well, he said burned. That's extreme, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't – the only thing, uh, the only other one I have um, is uh, oh 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 I didn't want to talk about this. The, they're the, they're leaving you guys, and I've never seen this before. I don't think so. I've never seen guests give extra tips to only a few crew members. No no no. I mean no, I've never seen that. But not even a few crew. But to the entire crew except for two people. For Bertini and... Toomey. Toomey. And I don't know what the... Is it just that they didn't work with them? Well, the thing is, it wasn't even that much money. No. Because later they all put their tips together and said, we're going to divide this. It was only $277. But the level so of pettiness. They're giving people just a just an envelope giving someone 20 fucking dollars. No, 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 no. Uh, it was $207 a person, I believe. No, it was total. Oh. It was $277. So it makes it even more petty. Literally, Eunice is just giving someone a fucking $20 bill in a goddamn envelope in front of other people to shame them. And so that's Y'all, where I'm like, these people this is, don't go home and feel like shit about themselves. This is, this is the kind of thing that karma takes care of. These type of people, they, they don't, they're not if thinking about If there's any anybody. justice in this world. Like, it's just. And what's interesting is. And poor Bertini, like, spins and out about it. You know it. what? 
I think I would feel like that too. I can honestly, I understand exactly how she feels. Well, I would, I'd feel that way too. Uh, well, Bertini gets emotional about it because, um, and she said like it's not even about the money. I think it's honestly, it's just the cruelty. Yep. No, it's cruel. And I like to that Captain Jason said, "Look, you are climbing up the ladder quicker than most. You're doing a great fucking job." Well, and Jamie thinks that she's yeah. doing it. Like he said, "I wish Benny could do what Bertini." I give her a comment, and she doesn't take it personal. It was that whole thing. Like we saw Benny again. My next teabag was, "What did you think of the whole like? Are we at the point where Jason?" I'm sorry. Jamie needs to not. It's like Jamie can't tease Benny at all. No, I don't feel like it's bullying. You know what it is? It it feels like Benny's super. Jamie sometimes treats him like a little brother. Yeah, and, he does treat him like a little brother. And Benny is so reactive to any type of that treatment. Um, yeah. and he takes everything personal. Oh. Oh, I, oh my God, he is that friend. He is Robbie Wood, my cousin, who you never could tease <laughs> or make. No, but I feel like everybody had that cousin. At yeah, the, everyone had knew Robbie Wood. But yeah. no, but everybody, he's, he's <laughs> kind of a gross person now, actually. Was but, he hot like some of your other cousins? I don't think he was my Aunt Karen's son. I don't think Weren't he was cute. Some, some of them were hot. I yeah, remember that. I, I mean, some people thought Robbie was hot, but I don't think so. I think the women that... Uh, he cheated on his wife with thought he was hot. But whatever, I think they're fine now. I don't know if you need to know. say that. Whatever. <laughs> I should edit it out. He's a preacher now. But, oh. Um, loves the Lord. Aren't they again. all? I don't know. Anyway, I love I, the Lord. we'll edit that out. I'm look at the time <laughs> code on that one. <laughs> but, no, it's um, this. Uh, I, I think that it's. But, you know, didn't you have a cousin at Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever that you all yes. the other cousins knew. Yes, I did. You couldn't tease them and make fun of them. Unlike you, were... I'm not going to name check them. But yes, yeah. I did. Because it was you? No, no, <laughs> okay, it was okay. it was a certain cousin of mine. But you know, you always have... I have weirdly a pretty thick skin about things like that. I have one last one, and it's another Asia quote when she's talking to her, her boyfriend, Scott. Uh, and she's like, I don't, I'm not worried about us cheating. And and she she said, well, when you're, when you're living together in an ambulance... And you see someone shit in a bucket. <laughs> There's no real way you can do you, know, you know you're with them forever. You still desire them. Still desire them. Yeah, that's what I, I was like. I just like you're living together in an ambulance. Shit. That's some love right there. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Remember, go to our Linktree link. That's where you can click on those live show tickets if you are a member of the pre-sale on Patreon and Supercast. We've already sent you the code. Those are available on Wednesday. And then on Friday, general seats will go on sale to the public. We're going to New York City, Chicago, Atlanta, Tampa. We're very excited. Go to those. You know the drill. Go to our Linktree link on our Instagram. And until then, y'all, we'll see you next week. But until then, Anchors anchors again. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.